Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How do you tell your partner that you hate traveling with them? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I, 33-year-old female, read my husband's 37-year-old male journal, and in it, he says that he hates me and hopes I die. My husband has kept a semi-regular journal throughout our four-year relationship. He does not keep it hidden, and up until now, I've always respected his privacy. We had a heated conversation, and my gut told me to read it, so after he left for work, I did. He wrote several times that he hates me and at one point he said that when I was sick he hoped I would die. When I read those words I packed up me and our baby and went to a friend's where I'm staying now. I took pictures of all the pages. I told him I just need some space to cool off after our conversation and I'll be home soon. I booked with my therapist and contacted a lawyer. We had a rough patch recently that lasted about two weeks. It was a dark time but we pulled through. There was no violence, no moments where I was afraid of him, just sincere conversations about difficult feelings. The notes of hatred correspond with that rough patch. The rest of the journalist tame, and reflects the man I know and love. Mostly little self-pep talks around work and family stuff, goals, habit tracking. He has sent me several warm messages since I left. He says he's glad I'm taking space for myself that he looks forward to reconnecting when I come home, it's okay to have little hiccups, that he loves me, etc. I was sure our relationship was over the moment I read that he hates me, or even the moment I felt the need to violate his privacy, but the warm messages in the rest of the journal have me wavering a little. I understand the need to blow off steam when things are tense, and journaling is a healthy way to do that, but never even in our darkest moments have I fantasized about his death. Splitting up, maybe, but this feels so sinister. I don't know how I could ever feel safe around him again. Is this just healthy venting and I'm overreacting here? Has anyone else had similar thoughts about a spouse that they then got over? Or is this a man I need to protect myself and my baby from? If so, is there anything I'm missing? Edited to add, the rough patch was about his feelings for another woman. He didn't cheat, but he did have an inappropriate conversation with her that he fessed up to. The part where he says he hates me was written as a love letter to her. He said he thinks about me dying and being replaced. When you find out a person has these thoughts about you, how do you go back to ignoring that or acting like everything is going to be okay? Especially in a context where they say, I love this lady, I could imagine a situation where my current partner dies and I replace her with her. For him to have these thoughts that he would want you to die just so he could be with someone else? I say fulfill his wishes but without the whole dying part. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy crazy relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, partner, 30s, wants to invite family over for dinner, won't take no for an answer. My 30s partner's parents, 70s, I don't know, are visiting from Florida. They're lovely people, I'm happy to have them. My partner has a relative, 60s, in the area whom I strongly dislike. They're overall a mean person, potentially emotionally abusive to their own grown children, but that's none of my beeswax, and are occasionally mean to me too so I try to avoid being anywhere near them if I can help it. 
My partner has invited this relative and their family, six people, all adults, to our house for dinner while my in-laws are here. We have small children, three in one, and our house is a mess, especially on the weekends. I have many reasons for not wanting to accommodate this beyond my personal dislike for the relative. We don't have space at the table for that many people. We don't have that many plates or cutlery. We have very small children who tend to lose their crap around dinner time, especially if we're busy. I've offered hosting at a restaurant and picking up the check, changing it to a low-key brunch, lunch, afternoon coffee, drinks at home before we go out somewhere and get a babysitter, etc. I'm not expected to cook, but we have to pick up catering from a restaurant they like, which is an hour away. They have a couple of manageable dietary restrictions, but also are food snobs, which I respect. An offer to buy us more chairs, plates, cutlery to make this happen is on the table. Meanwhile, my partner seems ready to just feed them their catered dinner on papered plates and plastic utensils. But it all seems so wasteful, not to mention last minute, since they want to do this in the next couple of days. I would be happy to do this later. I generally enjoy entertaining, but I feel like I like to do it nicely, with flowers on the table, matching napkins, butts and chairs, etc. Or casually, or not during the witching hour. Happy to do it when we have a bigger table, or can spend on more plates from the same line we have. We're in a pretty happy relationship normally, but for some reason this is a sticking issue. I can't figure out if I'm the jerk or what. How do I A prevent this dinner from happening, or B, navigate it so that it's not the stress burger that I feel it's going to be for me personally if I let it happen. I feel like I'm being set up to fail, and no one will express to me why this dinner has to happen at our house, or really include me in the conversation even. 100% if OP's not feeling this, and they don't want to move forward with this, they shouldn't be expected to. And I feel like the pressure is understandably mounting severely for OP. I think if they go to their partner and say, listen, you can still have this and you can still do this, but I'm going to be checked out like I need a backseat roll right now. And shoot, in taking that backseat roll, don't even know if there's going to be a chair for you to be backseat from. I would say try to prep yourself and the children for what's going to happen and let the partner handle it for the most part if they want this to happen so badly. Our next story is, girlfriend, 25-year-old female, said I, 28-year-old male, was being unreasonable for leaving a date early. My girlfriend and I have been together for just under three years now. She's had a couple of relationships before me. Recently, her ex-boyfriend started messaging her, which she let me know. Anyway, at the weekend, we went for a date night that we had planned. We had a table booked at a restaurant we both like, and then a couple of cocktail bars booked. The night was going really well until we were at one of the cocktail bars and her ex walks in. He comes over to say hi to her and then asks if we want a drink. I say that we're alright, thanks, and that we're leaving after the drinks we had anyway. He asks again, and says it's only a drink, and I just repeat what I'd already said. My girlfriend says it can't hurt to have one drink with him but I remind her it's supposed to be a date night for us, not time to sit and have drinks with her ex-boyfriend. She just says she doesn't see the problem with one drink, but I just say I'm leaving after the current drink, and she can either leave with me or stay and drink with her ex. We leave together and she says she doesn't want to go to the next bar and just wants to go home. She accused me of ruining the date, but I disagree and point out it was supposed to be our date. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Not a date with her ex. She just repeated that I was wrong for not agreeing to just have one drink with them, but I just said I wasn't going to sit and be a third wheel on a date with my girlfriend and that it was weird how much she wanted to have a drink with him. I'm not sure what to do here. Does anyone have any advice on how to handle this situation? I can't blame OP much here. It would be different if it was like a friend of theirs, but this is an ex and you're literally on a one-on-one date night. She should be understanding that this is supposed to be between just OP and her, not trying to sidetrack into one drink in a conversation with an ex-fling, especially if this was like a Valentine's Day kind of thing. Our next story is, girlfriend, 25-year-old female, said I, 27-year-old male, was out of order for changing my mind and setting a boundary? I've been with my girlfriend for around three years. She's had three previous relationships that both ended when they cheated on her. Her first boyfriend she's not spoken to in around six years, and the other one she hasn't spoken to in four years. Her first boyfriend recently messaged asking how she's been and just wanting to catch up. She told me about it and told me she was planning on replying and asked if I was fine with that. I told her I didn't see why she'd want to bother talking to him when he's not in her life anymore, but just said I can't stop her talking to him. She told me a couple more times when he messaged, but I've noticed his name popping up on her phone quite a bit when we've been sad watching videos on her phone, etc. She messaged her mom something related to a show we were currently watching, and then a minute later picked her phone up, and I asked if her mom had replied. She said no and that it was her ex and that she's just been talking to him about friends and work. I asked her why she was still talking to him and why she was telling him everything she had going on. I told her, I know I said I was fine with it, but that was when she said she was only messaging once. But now she's spending a fair bit of time each day talking to him. I'm not comfortable with it. She asked if I was telling her she had to stop, and I said no since I can't control who she speaks to, but that if she continued to talk to him, we'd likely be over since she'd be choosing to talk to her ex over my comfort. She said I was being out of order and trying to tell her who to talk to but I just pointed out that that's not what was happening at all. I'm not really sure what to do here. Does anyone have any advice on how to handle this? I think it's a very reasonable boundary to have. I think OP's absolutely right in being fair and saying, listen, I can't control who you can or can't talk to, but if you keep talking to this person that I don't personally agree with and it hurts me, I can't stick around for that. I think not wanting your partner to talk to their ex is a reasonable boundary to have. And if they think you're out of order and it's something you can't personally put up with, moving on sounds like the right thing. Our next story is, my girlfriend, 24-year-old female, got mad about me, 24-year-old male, getting her flowers for Valentine's Day. 
My girlfriend told me that she didn't want anything for Valentine's Day when I told her I want to give her a gift. I felt bad at the idea of not giving her anything for Valentine's Day, so I wanted to surprise her, and I sent a very nice bouquet of flowers to her house. She immediately got ticked and says I disregarded her feelings and thoughts. She told me to come pick them up because she did not want them. I told her I was just trying to be nice and give her something to show I love her. I told her I know she said she didn't want anything, but I thought a nice bouquet of flowers would be a happy surprise. I didn't expect anything from it. I just wanted to get my girlfriend flowers for Valentine's Day because I think she deserves them even though she may not be the biggest Valentine's Day celebrator. I thought it would just be a nice gesture to give her flowers. Did I make a mistake? Am I wrong for giving her flowers when she told me she didn't want anything? We've been together for one year. I don't really think OP's too out of line. You could argue that I'm getting particularly technical here, but they said, I don't want anything. They didn't say, don't get me anything. I think this is just like, lesson learned, when she says she doesn't want anything, she genuinely means she expects you to not get anything. This next story is, I regret having a child with my boyfriend. I absolutely love my daughter. I, female 25, just wish I had a better partner, male 25. When I became pregnant, I thought he would be an amazing partner and father. Throughout my pregnancy, he was extremely understanding of how I felt. He never pressured me into anything. He kind of just let me be, however I needed to be in that moment. He was compassionate, caring, and gentle with me. On the other hand, there were things I did not realize would happen, like him not making money nor saving money, waiting until I was three months pregnant to move in even though I was sick out of my mind during that time, allowing me to work multiple jobs while he only took on the minimum, leaving me to take care of my daughter alone after a week post-C-section because he wanted to train, pressuring me into hooking up with him extremely early on in postpartum, not chipping in when he gets home with house duties or our daughter. I have to tell him what to do if I need or want any form of support or help, otherwise he will not take the initiative to do it. He has never offered to watch our daughter so I can go to the gym or have some me time. I haven't been able to do my hair, nails, nor work out in a gym setting for four months already. The only reason we have food in the house is because I got approved for food stamps. He left our fridge empty for weeks postpartum. He has never purchased anything for our daughter besides a book and toy for Christmas. At some point, we were able to save over a thousand dollars together until he spent it on his bills because he was unable to make his ends meet for that month. I regret having a child with him if I knew he would be like this. He would always remind me that I wasn't alone in this, however, I now see that it's far from it. He talks about wanting more children, but I refuse. I feel like I'm in this all alone and cannot even depend on him for anything, not even to be understood. Beside all of this though, he treats us kindly and is nice to us, which makes it harder for me to process. How can someone who is so kind and nice to us not care about the bigger things, even after discussing it with him? I mean, you can always have a nice roommate, right? Really kind of just sounds like that's all it is. As far as all of you three as a unit, this guy doesn't sound like he has any plans. Sounds to me like this guy's still going on living his life. This next story is, my 28-year-old female, ex-husband, 26-year-old male, has been stalking my TikTok. 
I, 28-year-old female, was in a six-year relationship with my ex-husband, 26-year-old male. We got married and only seven months after our wedding, he texted me that he wanted a divorce because he didn't love me anymore. From what his mother and brothers have told me, my weight was an issue for him, which was odd because I was plus-sized basically all of our relationship. Well, a few months after we separated, not divorced yet because it took him almost a whole year just to file, he began dating and shortly moved in with his current wife. This May will make it three years that we've not been together. Since then, I've lost over 120 pounds. God might agree. And really, I've just been putting myself first and trying to become the best person I can be. I'm still really close to his older brother. We were best friends before I even met my ex-husband. And from what I hear, his new wife is not very nice. She's controlling and even the whole family has issues with her. I don't know her personally, so what his brother vents to me is all I really know of her. At the beginning of the year, I got a notification on my TikTok that my ex-husband viewed my profile. It did catch me a little off guard because we haven't contacted each other or spoken since the day I received the text that he wanted a divorce. I left that same day with essential belongings and never looked back. I didn't want anything out of the divorce. All I asked was that he file the paperwork since this was what he wanted. So all I had to do was sign papers at the courthouse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I didn't think too much of it and went about my business. Well, then I started to get a notification almost every day that he viewed my profile. This was so strange to me because I only have one little photo reel video on there and nothing else. So what possibly could he be coming back to look at? This viewing my profile has continued to this day and honestly it's been messing with my head a lot. I really wish I knew his reasoning for snooping. Any ideas or thoughts? I mean, realistically, he's probably looking back on what he gave up and feeling bad about it. Sounds to me like not all is perfect in paradise there with their new partner. The question now is, do you block him? Or do you continue to enjoy the fact that, while he's looking at that profile, surely he's either feeling miserable about his current situation or longing for something they can't have? Our next story is, my friend, 40-year-old male, invites me to his place to micromanage my every move, 32-year-old female. So my friend just got a new apartment, studio layout. He invites to his joint to eat pizza and watch a movie. He doesn't have much. He has no table yet, just a bed and a TV, nothing else. I show up, bring food. Immediately, he tells me I need to change my outfit and shower. I just got done working 12 hours straight. He hands me new clothes in a slightly stern way, basically telling me I have to wear them. I don't want to change out of my work clothes. Slightly annoyed, but I change and shower. I get back out and sit on the bed. I open a drink because I haven't ate all day. Long story, but my job is crazy illegal. I work 12 hours straight, no lunch. I finish the drink and we start the movie. I'm sitting on the bed, wait a few minutes, open a second drink, this starts to spew. I quickly bring the drink up to my lips and down what I can. A few drops get on the blanket. I apologize and tell him I'll wash and dry, etc. He says, why don't you know to open drinks over the trash can? I say the first one didn't explode. He says you should know to open drinks over the trash can. At this point, he starts to get really annoyed with me. 
He goes, I need a cigarette break. While he's outside, I stand up and open his blinds. I see him, wave, thinking nothing of it. He drops his cigarette and runs back in. Never open those blinds. I'm all, okay, chill, I just wanted to check out the view. He said, the view? Everyone will see in here. I say, okay. The blinds are closed. We sit down to watch the movie. I open a plastic container of cookies, eat the cookie, place the cookie on the bed. It's a plain sugar cookie. He doesn't have any plates or anything. He immediately shuts off the movie, stands up, is outraged about the cookie. He tells me to pick up the cookie, swipes at the cookie where there were two crumbs or something. All of this would be cool, except the dude is not like a consistently clean person himself. Like, I showed up one time and he spilt bacon all over the floor, and he didn't pick it up. He just left it on the floor and I tripped on it. He had like trash everywhere too. It just depends on his mood. Once, he was sitting in the middle of his kitchen with trash everywhere. But then I showed up the next day, it was clean again, and I literally opened a muffin and he was mad about me not opening the muffin over the trash. Also, he came over to my apartment once and rearranged the entire kitchen. I'm not even exaggerating, but I liked how it looked, so I went with it, but then he's like mad I just opened the blinds. I guess I don't really know how I should operate spending time with him. I feel super micromanaged at his place and usually feel not super great. I don't know how to confront him. Am I unrealistic? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, if I show up to somebody's house and they say, shower, change into these clothes, and they hand me the clothes, I feel like there's already too much of an issue. I feel like it's like, okay, maybe it's time for me to go home and, I don't know, shower at my place instead. I mean, how are you going to somebody's house who's throwing like a little fun friend get-together party who doesn't have plates? Our next story is, husband doesn't understand me, I guess. Me, 28-year-old female, husband, 30-year-old male, married two years, together six and a half total. Goal, we have a recurring issue that I just don't know how to address. It came up again this morning, so I'd like to lay it out here in the hopes of getting some input on how to address it accurately and avoid falling victim to the same problem in the future. Background, I've been teaching high school English for five years, and I'm starting to consider a career change. I'm very passionate about mentoring teenagers, literacy, and ultimately really love my kids, but the systemic issues in public education are wearing me down. I could go on, but that's not the point of this post. Last week was especially rough on my team, and now I'm super ill to boot. I stayed home yesterday and basically slept the whole day. Today we had a Zoom day because of snow, which was perfect because I'm still feeling pretty sick. The issue? I'm on our couch having just finished Zooms for the day but still grading papers. My husband, works nights, had gone out to clear off our cars and shovel the driveway while I was working. He came back in and was making himself lunch when I verbalized disappointment about the papers I was grading and then said that I'm thinking of changing careers at the end of this year. This is the first I've seriously mentioned this to my husband, and as I'm the breadwinner of our house, I expected him to have some concerns, but I've supported him through multiple career changes and a period of unemployment, and I would hope he knows me well enough to understand that I wouldn't just drop my teaching job without a solid plan to continue supporting my share of our life. However, he didn't really acknowledge what I was saying beyond slight surprise and saying he was sorry things are so bad. A few minutes later, he asks if I think my job is the only change I need to make me happier. I said that I hadn't made any final decisions yet, but reminded him how miserable I've been this year and said that I'm just starting to think about options. An hour or two goes by, and I've moved on to some cleaning while he gets ready for work. 
I ask him if he could fold and put away his laundry when he gets home later, as it's currently all over the guest bed, and I'd wanted to sleep there last night. This isn't anything unusual, he snores like a train, so sometimes I sleep in the guest room to get some quiet. His response was, sure, I'll clean it out so you can sleep there forever if that's what you want. I reiterated that it's just nice to have the option when his snoring gets loud, not that this is a permanent thing. He huffed off and has been upstairs since. This is the ongoing issue. Anytime I express dissatisfaction with anything, he assumes it's about him and gets defensive or passive-aggressive like this. I will not engage in the moment as I feel like he should be responsible for communicating his feelings in a mature way conducive to growth together. However, the current way he handles things makes me feel like I can't rely on him emotionally, and when I express a concern while he isn't elevated, he says I'm too sensitive and that he's allowed to have feelings. Any insight you can help with is super appreciated. Thanks for reading. I mean, I definitely think it's a situation where you both need to be able to sit down and address the elephant in the room. I don't think it sounds like something that should just be given up right away or anything like that for sure. But kind of like OP alluded to, there needs to be actual communication. So I guess it comes down to, can OP have that one-on-one, genuine conversation about this stuff with them? This next story is, how do I, 24-year-old female, tell my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, that we're not meant to travel together? Alternate title, how do I tell my boyfriend that he's a terrible travel partner? My boyfriend Jay, 25-year-old male, loves to travel and has done so from an early age with his family, whereas I, 24-year-old female, enjoy it sparingly, once every few years, but have come to detest traveling with him. Since we've been together, we go on one to two trips every year at his request, which not only puts pressure on our wallets, but also gives me anxiety, as I am very much a homebody and am attached to my kitties at home. We've done four trips in two years, and each time we go, it's an awful time. Our first trip was Mexico, which was easy enough for me to plan, as I'd already gone and we decided on an all-inclusive with some activities, but we still managed to fight when he expected me to drag him out of bed for our 4am flight. Then we went to the Philippines with his family, which his parents, bless them, planned everything meticulously, but he was in a terrible mood for the entirety that I was embarrassed to be next to him in public, and his family profusely apologized to me the entire time. The main point of his anger was that the itinerary was too packed. Yes, we spent a lot of time in airports and shuttles, even though he was sent the itinerary two weeks in advance and just said, yeah, sure, to his parents. It's important to note that during the trip, there were two occasions where we wandered on our own. He had previously lived there for a year, and the Philippines is remarkable for their English capabilities. The first trip where we went on where neither of us had gone was Hawaii, and I assumed that because he expressed a stronger desire to go, that he would spearhead the planning, but nope. Transportation, activities, restaurants, tidbits of info we just needed to know was all left up to me. In my personal opinion, there wasn't a whole lot to do to jam-pack five days in Honolulu, which is why we ended up with some downtime. Anytime I asked him what he wanted to do, I got a shrug and a whatever. I can't fathom how you can spend all this money and not read one blog post on things to do. Now we're in Taipei where my family is from. I have conversational Mandarin skills but cannot read and this is only my fourth time visiting. I can get by but I'm not super confident. He knew coming here that we did not have a set itinerary and would sometimes have days without much planned. But again, once asked on what he wanted to do, it was, 
I don't know, I'm the guest here, so I'm just following along. When asked, do you want to eat XYZ? He says no, but I can't give a suggestion back because I don't know the first thing about this country other than that my girlfriend's from here. If the food is not to his liking, he will sulk. If it's hot or cold out, he's irritable. If it's busy and packed in the subway or night market, he will push and shove and be angry that people are in his way. Now he's excitedly telling me about the other places he wants to visit, and I don't know how to tell him that traveling with him is not a vacation for me and that I don't find it enjoyable. So my question is, is it specifically about traveling and how he is during travel? Or is this just kind of who he is and traveling kind of puts a magnifying glass on it? I mean, realistically, there's two main ways to go about this, right? Either you address it and maybe they try to work on it, or you just keep going with the flow and being miserable on all these trips. Our next story is, my partner constantly makes mistakes and it's getting at me. I, 35-year-old male, have been with my partner, 32-year-old female, for about 5 years now. She has a pretty high-stress job. I get it. My job is not as crazy as hers, and I work from home, so I take care of pretty much everything around the house, including cooking, cleaning, paying the bills, pretty much anything and everything, so she can just focus on her work. My pay is great, better than my partner's, and she's very appreciative of my financial contribution. She's a great person. However, the stress from my partner making careless mistakes is kind of getting at me after all these years. For example, she often falls and gets pretty bad bruises while just walking up and down the stairs. Sometimes she falls while on vacation and gets injured pretty badly, and we end up just getting stuck in hotel until we have to leave. She once got into a car accident, she was driving alone, where our brand new car was totaled. No one was injured though, thank God. She also ran a red light and got citation pretty recently, and while she sometimes tries to help with house stuff, she often messes things up. For example, she washes a $300 wooden cutting board with hottest water possible from the sink constantly and causes a crack, or wipes down the dining table with rubbing alcohol and ruins the coating. Financially, it's no big deal. Running a red light? $500. Cutting board? $300. And dining table? Eh, I can just learn how to put on a new sealant. Totaling a brand new car, $70,000, was a bit painful, but at least she didn't get injured. Didn't injure anyone, thank God the other car didn't sue us, even though she was 100% at fault, and the insurance coverage was great. I'd say what bothers me the most is that I feel like I always have to baby her. I hate doing this, but whenever I don't pay full attention when we're walking together, for example, boom. She falls and sometimes sprains her ankle pretty badly or damages something else in the house, though totally unintentional. After these things repeating year after year, I found myself just doing everything. I might be going crazy, but I can't even trust that she can walk downstairs and throw the trash in the dumpster without getting injured. This whole time I was like, yeah, that's fine, it's just a car, it's just a cutting board, it's just a table. The traffic violation was just $500, and look, she feels bad. She'll work on it, and it'll get better. But I also feel like, when will it stop? What's next? Do I have to baby my partner for the rest of my life? Can I handle that? I don't know. Also, probably handling everything myself doesn't give her an opportunity to learn these things, and it'll make her less capable and my frustration might only go up. But I also don't know what's the best way around this. 
I mostly talked bad things about her, but she's an amazing human being and I love her so much. She feels so terrible about the accident and all the other careless mistakes she made. But after all these years, I just don't know if I can keep going with this. Anyone can relate to my frustration? Do you think this problem will only get bigger? Or am I overthinking? I mean, if she's having legitimate issues, like she often falls and gets bad bruises, I just want to make sure, did OP or their partner make sure that they saw a doctor and kind of rule anything out there? I mean, shoot, a lot of this stuff might just be something that could be treated or addressed with a medical assessment. I don't really blame anybody for being in a position like this where they feel like they're picking up so much slack and after a while it just becomes so much and you feel kind of burnt out, right? I'm not sure personally of a fix-all for something like this, but I'm hoping there's something OP can do to help the situation rather than abandoning it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.